0: So the budget speech, no doubt the greatest focus for this week, Um, it's on Wednesday, so we will delve into it, of course, on the day and the day after to just really dissect it further, but ahead of the time, you know, the budget draws attention from market participants and ratings agencies because government lays out its spending and its revenue targets for the forthcoming three fiscal years. Um, Of course, on the revenue side, individual taxpayers will be on the lookout for any changes to income tax rates, whether they will be provided some relief for inflation through the adjustment of tax brackets higher, and of course, we can anticipate the usual fuel and thin tax increases. We also know that there's been some talk of government possibly creating a super tax bracket on the ultra wealthy, while a VAT increase has been robustly discussed in recent years. Although I must say that for VAT, it may prove to be unpalatable from a political perspective to implement.
1: Well, it's going to be an interesting one, Mm. and and especially on the tax front, it Mm. would be interesting to see what uh, Praveen Gordon actually does or perhaps doesn't do, but we'll see, (laughs) Um, you know, almost there. And then uh, moving on to the RAND, uh, Manisha, the RAND recorded one of its uh, best weeks last week at one stage breaking below 13 RAND to the dollar, and uh, what was the driver there, and can we read too much into that at this stage?
0: Yes, so Sakina, the RAND put in quite an impressive performance last week, like you said, at one stage falling to below 13 RAND to the dollar and trading just above these levels at the start of the new week. But given just how the RAND had moved very far, very quickly, it was ultimately going to have to bounce back a bit. So pulling back the lens... The USDZAR has last traded at these levels back in October 2015, and the currency has broken through some significant key levels, and the bias also, from a technical perspective, suggest scope for further downside on USDZAR. Uh, One could say that the drivers have been a combination of a rally in commodity prices, which bodes favorably for our very export-dependent economy, as well as improving fundamentals. You know, we have seen external imbalances narrow quite significantly. For instance, the trade account was nearly balanced last year, and we are also enjoying the benefit of a of political hindsight, so to speak. 2016 was fraught with political noise and it could be the case that the market in hindsight is a bit more desensitized to these events and indeed is focusing on the fundamental dynamics You because know, the currency is also coming off a highly undervalued position. So there does appear room for further RAND appreciation. But bear in mind that at the end of the day, South Africa is still in relative terms. We're a very small emerging market economy that's highly susceptible to shifts in global liquidity flows and to changes in investor sentiment and in that regard to external as well as internal shocks. So that is a caveat for rand strength to keep in mind.
1: Well, we're going to leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much, Manisha Moura, who is economist at ETM Analytics. Speak to her again tomorrow.